0: (laughs) hey it's keyword crypto jj just fell asleep he's got narcolepsy i'm still here (laughs)
1: welcome welcome back welcome back to the show keyword crypto skeptical voice in the craziness of crypto land or what is it? How do we say it? It's, um, it's A healthy uh, dose
0: of skepticism.
1: A healthy dose of skepticism. I always forget to say that at the beginning of the show, even though I know that's our
0: little tagline. Yeah, I mean, we. I think we forget every. Like, I forgot to introduce the show last week when we started talking to Vitalik. So it's like, I know, I mean, that was... at this point, it's just kind of embarrassing. But you just roll with it. <laughs> yeah, that's who but we you are. You covered it up with that great uh, post-recording intro. That was good. I liked that. <laughs> you had your nice NPR voice going, so...
1: So how do we be skeptical when price is going through the roof? By the uh, way, if you didn't, if you didn't hear the, the show last week with Vitalik Buterin, check it out. It was, um, it was pretty, pretty awesome to have him on, and we learned a lot.
0: Dude, that guy is so hard to follow once he starts going into the tech details. I know you said you listened to it again and you, it was easy for you, but you also I, I, Yeah, have, I guess so some kind of training in it and he started going and, and I caught myself just glazing over halfway through of stuff he was talking about. Um So I'm glad you were a little bit more on the on the ball about it than I was. JJ actually yeah. asked me afterwards, he's like, are, are, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, I lost like 80% of what he said. <laughs> mm. Well, you I'm know, a big picture I feel like... Guy. <laughs> So
1: I, I feel like when it comes to listening to people in crypto talk about crypto there's a there's a few different types of confusing you can feel. There is when people are talking about blockchain technical details, when they're talking about you know block sizes and they're talking about you know uh, when they're talking about hash rates and they're talking about block rewards and all this stuff, if you're not familiar with that and you don't know what they're talking about, then it just all sounds like it's in a different language. And then there's stuff having to do with trading. If people are talking about technical aspects of charting and they start talking about, you know, whatever, falling wedge, bullish reversal, doji, spinning top, falling star, all of these things. And you're like, I don't know what any of that stuff means. There's red and green candles. And then what's the other type of confusing that you can you you can feel?
0: I, I don't dude it's all just confusing sometimes. <laughs> just, you know, why why I started off with some money and I ended up with less the next day. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. When prices went up. It's like what what did I do? <laughs> why do I have less yeah. bitcoin today than I had yesterday? You know, so it's just I and and that's so I'm I'm usually the guy that has to make the mistakes to learn from them. Somebody can tell me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, I get it. <laughs> and then well, I just do exactly what they told me not to do, and then I learn that way. And, and unfortunately, I've had to learn that way my whole life. Um, if you're the, new, thing about, if you, the thing yeah, about Vitalik that's frustrating is I don't know if he was lying to us. You know, i'm, yeah, I'm that, giving him the benefit, benefit of the doubt that he isn't cuz he seems like a cuz i think at this point people would be calling him out outside of the hardcore bitcoin maximalists who just call him a liar every single day and you know people on on peter's show are calling him like crazy. criminal and like said he ran some like criminal enterprise before uh eth- when e- he was Ethereum 15 years was old like, yeah right. yeah that's what I'm, that's what <laughs> i mean it's just like come on you fucking uh, idiots like give well, me a break so yeah, but the, so the question, here's the thing: is yeah. like so. He, hold on, really fast. So he's yeah, he's right. saying all the things that that you know he's agreeing with us about. You know, you shouldn't have mass accumulation of wealth and this and that. But you know, by moving to proof of stake, even Carter Thomas mentioned it yesterday. He came back and put out a video, and he's like, "Yeah, this condenses wealth to the people who have it already." But I think that. If Vitalik is aware of that and actually honestly does believe that's a bad thing, if the block rewards are more than the staking rewards, then I don't foresee it being an issue because that will um, okay. spread We've out already- spread out the 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 currency, the coin.
1: I think we've already confused people with just that. So I think I think here's the thing. Here's the thing that Vitalik, the, the, one of the co-creators of Ethereum, gets criticized for is. Whenever people ask him a question, he does throw out technical answers. And you can't tell if he's lying or not. For instance, how does Ethereum scale? Well, there's Casper and there's sharding and then there's Raiden and Plasma. And people are like, well, we don't know what that means. How is it going to work? And and for him, those are the solutions. And explaining them would would be too difficult and take too long to be on a podcast. So, yeah, I mean... what do you do if you are trying to explain something like that? It's, it's but I
0: think he's also just so used to um, talking to people more invested and educated in the field than than me personally, and so he's trying to be polite and say, "Oh, you know, Casper," and I'm asking him stuff to try to steer him away from these technicals. But then at a certain point, he just he only knows how to explain it in a technical. Like that's yeah. why I kept on trying to like throw out the the layman examples and he tried to stick and i and i saw him trying to stick with that which was good which i appreciate of the idea of like no i want to build a cell phone and let people just build apps on it mm. um and that was and that was good no you know, i like that it was good
1: all right so let's get into what i want to talk about today
0: all right, it's all you, JJ. We well,
1: started off with something relatively boring, talking about Vitalik explaining things. We're explaining Vitalik explaining <laughs> things. And wait, wait, a more audience did that. Okay, so right now Bitcoin has gone up like two thousand dollars in the last week, and that's crazy. And if you're new, by the way, Michael and I we're, we haven't been in crypto for very long. Like 2016, 2017, that was when we first got obsessed with cryptocurrency but we're it's not like we've been here since 2013 or since the genesis it's like we're, we're relatively new but if you are new if you're just getting in and this is the first time you've seen and experienced anything like this then you're probably feeling a lot of dopamine you're probably feeling pretty high on the fact that your money has just doubled or tripled or whatever yes and I'm here, the bear, JJ, to tell you that none of this shit matters because pretty much adoption is the only thing that matters when it, when it comes to making this something that's actually going to be part of the world. And even if your money is doubled or tripled, that's great. But when, as, as, as long as we don't have adoption, your money is going to be worth less than what you invested in because we're pumping on nothing. The price is going up based on nothing other than rumors and what some people have said is going to possibly be part of the future. For example, new article uh, on, what was it? C- CCN crypto, what is CCN? It's, um. let me see I if I can know. find it. Man, I, what did I do with I, that link? Okay, so rumors that um, Whole Foods is going to be, um, accepting crypto or they they're trying to work it in so that they can they can accept it at Whole Foods. This is a rumor I saw an article. Now here's the thing. when you see articles on crypto news sites, like um, um like like uh what what like coin, what what are they? I don't even read them anymore. I used to. Now they're all they're they're almost like crypto tabloids to me. but if you see, yeah. If you see bullish news on a crypto periodical, like you, you got to realize that that's super biased and like that's that's not going to hold a lot of weight for anybody who doesn't read that or anybody who is not familiar with crypto. So that's the first thing, and and then if you okay, hold hear, on, hold on, hold on, yeah, before, you,
0: yeah. before you start going like down yeah, yeah. Uh, a long road, is two things: is yes, I agree, any crypto rag is going to be a rag that's going to be pumping oh, I found crypto, it, CCN. but at the same time, any mainstream media outside of CNBC is usually terribly bullish on crypto and just talks no end of shit about it. And these mm-hmm. are like educated sites like Ars Technica, where they just like talk talk no end of, of of shit about crypto and crypto users. Um, so I think it's it you got to take everything with a grain of salt. You got to read everything and come to your own conclusions and understand. Who, you know, which people? Because everyone, everyone has a bias, and find try to find out what their bias is and why they have a bias for it. So ours technically was very bearish on crypto because they were all into gaming and, and computer tech, and they were all pissed off that um, that graphics cards were becoming so expensive because people oh, were right. using them to mine mine coins, and so that was can, their bias. They were really yeah. anti crypto for that reason. Because it was it was, it was fucking up their ability to make really good computers for whatever they needed to do. So you just got to figure out what people's biases and then make decisions based on that.
1: Okay. So, uh, you're going to hear a lot of stuff in the news about how this is amazing for, for Bitcoin. And this was the actual headline that I saw. It read huge Amazon owned whole foods, buoys crypto by accepting Bitcoin. That's what it, actually says and then of course you know if you read a little bit further it doesn't really say anything about how they're gonna do it or or even why they're gonna do it it just says it's gonna do it and this is on a ccn which is a crypto news site so my point is that this is something you're gonna see a lot you're gonna see a bunch of headlines you're gonna see a bunch of things that say oh iota has has uh, has partnered with Mercedes and NASA and you're gonna see that yeah. you know cardano has now partnered with Australia and South Africa or whatever. like you're gonna see these crazy headlines and then you're gonna think this is why this is why Bitcoin is going through the roof right now. And I'm here to tell you that I don't think that that I, I, to me it's just like, Maybe it's because I'm just so jaded at this point. But to me, I hear that news and I'm like, okay, here we go. You know, more of the same announcements of announcements and stuff. And until I'm actually using Bitcoin on a daily basis, to me, it's like all just p- possibilities and promises and, and all that. And... Well, I mean, okay.
0: Yeah, First go off, ahead. Unless it's... An inflationary currency, no one's going to be using crypto. We
1: like, established that when we were, were... I just want to uh, plug the show that we did with Noah Smith a few weeks ago where we talked about inflationary
0: versus deflationary currencies. Go check it out if you haven't. Yeah. So here's the thing. If you if you hold Bitcoin, for the love of God, don't fucking use it.
1: <laughs> well, Unless not you, you like
0: absolutely money. have to. If you like money, don't use a deflationary commodity. That's like using, and I've made this analogy over and over and over again, that's like using your Apple stock to buy a fucking cup of coffee. Like, why would you do that? If someone said, hey, I'm going to give you the opportunity, instead of using your, your fiat cash, which loses value over, over every year, instead of using that, why don't you, why don't you pay me with your Apple stock? Yeah, you know, you'd be an idiot to say, okay, sure, take my Apple stock that's been going up at a rate of you know fifteen percent a year for the last thirty years. Like you'd be an idiot to do that.
1: So don't do
0: that right now. It's you know we're we just finished like we're just moving into a bull market. The chances of it increasing in value is going to be is going to increase. So don't just give it away to people for a cup of coffee. Now people are going to say, well, then how are you going to get? you know, day-to-day usage. You're not. Anybody, so I, I I, heard, I can't remember who it was. I think it was like the Modern Investor. He's got a YouTube channel. It's a pretty good, pretty interesting uh, channel if you guys want to listen to that too. Um, I think it was him or it was Coin Mastery, Carter Thomas. Um, they said something to the effect of no one's actually accepting crypto because nobody wants to deal with accepting crypto because of all the tax implications so what they're doing is they're working with a third-party company that accepts the crypto and then pays them in fiat and that one third-party company is dealing with all the tax implications and issues so when i use my crypto credit card to buy something at whole foods if they start accepting crypto they're not actually accepting crypto most likely They're working with a third-party company that's accepting the crypto on their behalf and then paying them in fiat. So this idea of like mass adoption, it's probably not going to happen in America with the way our taxes are set up right now. No one's going to want to deal with that.
1: Yeah, and the other things like like uh, refunds and stuff. Like, I mean, just everything about it is very difficult. Trying to nobody uses the actual QR code to scan when they're transferring Bitcoin. I've never seen anybody do that. It's always like copy and paste this long weird code. So all of that. I mean, like Michael, just the the other day, you 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 accidentally sent Bitcoin to the wrong address, and like you've been using this stuff for years, and like that happens all the time. That th- happens all the time for me. That's going to happen like crazy to people who are not used to using it. You can't expect your mom and dad to all of a sudden know how to copy and paste a long long code. And, it, a, a and long everyone always address.
0: says, hey, if, if you're sending a sizable amount, always send a tiny, bit, tiny amount first to make sure it goes through. And then once <laughs> that confirms and once it shows up, then you send the rest. Yeah, I now, see. I do that like i have some shitcoin act that i you know i bought a, a hell of a long time ago but it's super fast it's like it's like stellar it's like nano it's you know i send it and usually within about 30 seconds it's it's there and so for that sending one is like sending half of a penny like no like a, a, yeah i think it's like even it's like half of a penny right now and so i sent one to the exchange and it took a few thirty seconds and then I sent the rest. But what I'm doing with that bit with that doing that with Bitcoin, the first you know, if you're in a hurry, the first one can take 10, 15 minutes for it to show up on the exchange, and then you gotta wait for that to happen, and then you send the rest over. If you're in any kind of a hurry, that's kind of unfeasible to do. If you're on a crunch, you're not gonna be able to do that. You're not gonna be able to wait thirty minutes or twenty minutes to be able to do this. So these kind of things need to happen faster. Um, and, and they're gonna happen faster, but I just I just don't see it happening with Bitcoin, unfortunately. I, I, I see Bitcoin being a store of value. I see it being a commodity. I see Fidelity and all these investment companies buying it. They're not using it as currency. Well, we don't They're know. They're using it as, we, as an investment tools. They really bought it all know. up during the dip, and people are going to invest in it through their mutual funds or through their hedge funds or whatever. They're not selling it and having people use it as currency. So if they're the majority stakeholders of Bitcoin around the world, these big companies like like Fidelity and Bact and all these places, it's not being used as a currency. So people just got to kind of let that one go and just accept that it is what it is now. So
1: that kind of gets me to the main point that I want to make in this episode. And that is that we're kind of too early. That's the way I feel. Like if we're about to start a bull run right now, either we're way too early and this is just gonna be another bubble where it just pumps and then just wrecks everyone, or we are in the very, 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 very early stages of a huge bull run. Because as Michael said, like we don't see Bitcoin as being the solution to that peer-to-peer cash, electronic peer-to-peer cash. At least not as it is right now. Now, maybe Bitcoin can be forked 10 times in, over the course of the next 10 years and become that thing. Maybe we can have Bitcoin Cash A, B, C, D, E, F, G, or whatever that actually does that. But there's so much contention over what Bitcoin brand is and what it means that, well, I mean, that's just that's, so far, it doesn't seem like that's in store for Bitcoin. So, yeah. three things right away that are going to help you this this season, this crypto summer. One, don't don't trust the news. Two, or I would say be skeptical of the news. Number two, be skeptical of the price. The price doesn't always have a reason for going up or going down. In fact, it usually doesn't. We always want to find a reason for why the price is going up or going down. You're going to go on YouTube and there's going to be a bunch of thumbnails that say, Crypto pump. Here's why it happened, or is crypto going to dump? Here's why, and the reason that those are su- such clickbait is because, well, one, people want to know what's going to happen in the future so they can gamble, but it's also this. Yeah, it's like it's it's drawing you in by thinking like if you know something in advance, if you if you have some insider, not even insider. Um, it's 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 more like. If you can if you can understand how it fundamentally is going to change, then you can know where to put your money. And I'm here to tell you that in my experience, that's just not the way it works. By the time you hear something uh, about whether that could affect the price, it's it's already priced in. It's already there. If it if it's going to affect the price at all anyway, which it probably won't because we don't actually know what drives the Bitcoin price except for buying and selling. And even that, we're not really that sure of because the charts that we get through the exchanges, who knows what the data is? And I mean, there's all kinds of rumors of like fake volume and fake trading, um, trading data, and stuff like that. So we don't really know. My point is, is you just got to be really skeptical. So, like with YouTube, there's
0: there's going to be, you know, we're going we're going to get into the in the next the the bull the next bull phase is probably like I think I'm agreeing with part of JJ's comment of we're in the, I think we're in the very beginning stages. Um, and you just got to remember like YouTube clips, they're either showing you uh, big tits with a bra on or, or a, in a bikini in a thumbnail, or they're showing you words to excite you about crypto. Like FOMO next, next bull run now. Uh, world you know world on fire blah, blah, you know they're just they're trying to they're trying to get you to salivate um you know pumping to 8200 you know jump in now you's got to be careful you gotta you gotta like control yourself because these guys want clicks they don't yeah, care they if you lose your money them. they care we, about them making money and so and we, I mean we kind of do it as a joke on our on our podcast to have clickable titles but at the same time, like it's different with podcasts because you're already <laughs> subscribed to the show if you get it. Like, yeah, it's you, you know, it's not like I don't know.
1: I, I don't think just there's got, anything just gotta wrong. Be careful, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with clickbait necessarily, as long as as long as you, as the consumer, as long as you're always considering the motives that anybody else has. What are the incentives for somebody to actually get you to click on something? Now, chances are in crypto there's going to be a bunch of people who want your attention. The people who want your attention are either creating, they're creating a, they're creating a group of followers that they can monetize. That's one. So on Twitter, everyone wants you to follow follow them on Twitter because they rack up a bunch of followers that they can throw into, um, you know, a paid group or they can just, they can shill their reference links or they can shill other products or they can shill crypto. They can shill altcoins and, Man, there are some people who are just ruthless on Twitter about shit about shilling their shit coins. And the way they do that, there was a big thing. I don't know if you remember um, last uh, in 2017, Michael, do you remember, oh man, let's get this guy in trouble. Um, he's the, he's the high on Android guy high on high on coins. He was uh, he was kind of an OG crypto YouTuber back in the day and he's he's kind of a deadbeat man like well he's like do you know who i'm talking about hi his name is max okay so there's this guy who started making youtube videos back in like 2013 2014 about mining he's really technical really smart guy but he came back to crypto in like 2017 and started making videos about it again and by the summer he was he was he was uh, working with other youtubers to coordinate pumping shit coins right so they oh, would get they yeah. would get all of their followers like he and two other youtubers were telling all of their viewers to buy this like I think it was called like chain link or chain no it's called chain coin they were like oh chain coin, there's gonna you're gonna be able to own a masternode and the masternode is gonna pay out like crazy so everybody get it and of course, they end up dumping all of theirs as soon as all their followers have bought. Now, I know you pro- you're you probably thinking like, okay, that's an old story. We've heard that many times. Like, that doesn't actually happen anymore. <laughs> but no, it really happens. The whole like, uh, um, well, there's there's even like, there's even like, Groups that are there are trading groups that are known to do this. In fact, they do it on purpose, they will all pump it up together. I mean, it's just the Ponzi, that's what it is, really. Yeah. And, uh, and so these guys on Twitter that are saying, like, oh, this one shitcoin is going to be the next thing. And one way to check and to see if that cryptocurrency is actually worth anything is just to look at the volume uh, that's being traded on the exchange. If it's only one tenth of a Bitcoin that's being traded, then there's a good chance that, like, somebody's just trying to manipulate it, which is, yeah. that's what the Wolf of Wall Street went to prison for, right? That's what the Jordan, yeah. what's his name? He, they were yeah. just pumping up L4. these, yeah, they were just pumping up these, uh, these penny stocks and then dumping on, on their clients basically. Yeah. And yeah. so there's a ton and of that. Yeah.
0: So the other thing I, I, I heard from somebody and I can't remember where, and I need to start writing shit down, Um, that there's this rumor going around so take it for what it is, um, that there's really only about a million Bitcoin circulating in all the exchanges. And it's that same million Bitcoin that's being sold and bought and sold and bought. And it's just people like selling and buying to each other. And that's the thing that's actually driving the price up and down. Because the, mo- like the sure. vast majority of it is all being held in cold storage at places. And so... This idea that all this Bitcoin is moving around is kind of a farce because it's just, you know, I don't know who I don't I don't I'm not I don't realize that JJ is the one that's buying my one Bitcoin and then JJ tries to dump it and I'm the one just buying it back from him and neither of us even, neither of us know that and it's just like the same people buying and selling to each other over and over again but because yeah. nobody knows it, they all think that it's this huge amount of volume when it's really just the same people over and over buying and selling.
1: Yeah, you can you can have a a small amount that's traded at a high frequency and it looks like there's a lot of Bitcoin that's actually being traded when it's not. Yeah, sure. That's one of the reasons that people believe that volume is not a good indicator for a technical analysis. They believe that volume is not a good indicator to determine if there's money coming into to crypto. I mean, you really have to look at the market cap for that. And then there's there's even beliefs that the market cap is is manipulated so
0: yeah my point is is, i mean apple apple people talk about apple having the highest market cap in the world and people are like oh it's the most it's the most valuable company in the world and no but that's fucking meaningless not a Mm -hmm. single investor invests based on apple's market cap they base all their investing on their quarterly or yearly earnings yeah, on the well, actual output that the company is pro- on what they're producing and what they're selling in their and their money at the end of the quarter. So like what they're is, not saying, "I'm going to put in a bunch of money because Apple's worth so much." No, they're not doing that. Like so, it's so what is market cap It's a cap nice mean? indicator, yeah. you know, to, to to when you're measuring your dick size. But at the end of the day, if you can't get it up, it doesn't really mean anything. So
1: market cap is crass. usually. <laughs> <laughs> analogy yeah. market cap is is it, i mean historically market cap is a good indicator for how fast a for how much yeah for how quickly a a crypto can can change right so if you have a really huge market cap if you're something like you know ethereum ethereum is going to move very slowly because it takes a lot more people to trade it now yeah. that's in theory we just saw bitcoin go up two thousand dollars in like a week so that can all be thrown out the window if there's enough people fomoing in, but in general, the, or enough the,
0: whales working yeah. together to manipulate yeah. something, yeah, or yeah, or,
1: or or whatever. I mean, whales are going to be the ones that the, that initiate these pumps for sure. But um, but yeah, like so. So what was I saying? Oh yeah. Um, so when it comes to like the higher ca- higher market cap coins like Ethereum, Cardano, um, Stellar in general, those are going to move much slower than say something like, I don't know, storm or what's another shitcoin coin that people seem to like a lot like verge verge. Okay. Verge is a, is a pretty good example of one that can go can do like can go up by like a multiple of 10 because right now
0: it went it went 30x in the course of like a week and a half in so thir- 2017
1: 30 times and that's because every single time it drops down almost to zero there's like there's there's no market cap left so it's very easy yeah. to make that double or triple if there's only one bitcoin of market cap or if there's only you know t- $10,000 of market cap all you need is somebody with $20,000 to make that a lot more valuable so
0: um, anyway, yeah, so it, I feel like it was that less than, pretty. it was less than a penny. And I just, you know, this is I was brand new when I was just on some forum and somewhere and, and some like gangster rapper, you know, nobody that you've ever heard of is like, you I'm putting all my money on verge. I was like, what the fuck is verge? So I go on and I see it's less than a penny. And I, you know, I don't know what I'm doing back then. I was just like, I was like, okay. So I put in like 50 bucks, a hundred bucks, something like that. And within three weeks, it was up to 32 cents or something. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? So, here I didn't, you know, I didn't take profits. I didn't know what taking profits was back then. I didn't realize what a pump and dump was. I didn't know all that stuff, and I was just like, "Oh, okay." And then, you know, I only ended up walking away with like $120 <laughs> just cuz I didn't I waited for it to come all the way down cuz people were like, "Oh, it's going to go back up." It's like, "No, no, no. The people who are dumping on you were gonna tell, are going to telling you it's going to go back up."
1: So, Michael is referring to a phenomenon of this sort of like pure hype crypto where there are so many of these projects that have very little fundamental value. They have a small amount, like enough to actually say that they're legitimate projects. And then they'll round up enough money to 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 hire somebody to say, oh man, remember like the John McAfee pump thing? So like yeah, the McAfee effect. All right. So this is what happens. And... Man, I I know if if you've been in crypto for a while, all all the stuff that we're saying is really obvious and it's like, yeah, of course. But some people it's don't know be nostalgic this. nostalgic for you. <laughs> yeah, we're we're actually kind of going through so we don't make the same mistakes. John John McAfee would would endorse a coin and all of a sudden it would like jump, you know, 100%, 200% and like that's yeah. that's what uh that's what a coin like and then it would crash. Yeah, yeah, of course, cuz it's a pump and dump. So, yeah. um, so that's that's their whole business model. It's not we're going to create something that can be adopted. It's let's create something that can get some attention for a very brief period of time. Now you hear all this, like once. So hold on, really fast. Like yeah, there was a ahead. rumor
0: going around that that companies were paying him like anywhere from like fifty thousand to a million dollars, and every seven days he was he was pushing out on Twitter a new coin. People would be sitting there waiting by their phone. You know, waiting on was. Twitter to, to, for him to pump out this thing, and it would go up for seven days, or four days, three days, and then it would tank. You know, spectacularly. And he'd be like, "No, I'm not." You know, he goes, "I actually believe in this stuff." And it was just like it's like the most no, fucking garbage stuff. Pretty much everything that and, guy says is bullshit. Yeah, and and, and so come on the show. Come on the show.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we'd, we'd love, love to, to have, have you. your libertarian <laughs> fuckhead. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Verge was actually one of those McAfee pump coins I remember, I think, yeah. and it was like, oh yeah, this one is a privacy themed coin or something stupid like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think I think Wraith Protocol is actually uh, like pretty memeable right now. I think if you say r- <laughs> Wraith Wraith Protocol, yeah. which <laughs> no one knows what Wraith Protocol is, it was something that the Verge currency came out with as like this is going to change crypto. And it was the just so wasn't like Wasn't it
0: Tyler Durst who was the head coder? Who? The, you know who Tyler Durst is who, from no, this, uh, Limp Limp Biscuit. Is that it? Oh, yeah. Fred Durst. Oh, yeah. Fred Durst. Fred Durst. Yeah. No, Tyler Durst is, uh, is from um, the movie. He's what's from, um
1: <laughs> What? What about Fred Durst?
0: Yeah, so, Fred, so the guy, the the, the head coder, he just, he he do these uh these videos, and he's got his hat backwards, and he's like missing a tooth or whatever, and he just looked like. I mean, not not it's nothing wrong with missing teeth. I you know dental issues are fucking horrible in was this he country. really missing it too i'm I not mean. making fun of i'm not making fun i remember of people um, gave him a lot of shit but he just for- looked like he just looked like some you know he looked like fred durst like some rapper like like some white rapper guy and so it was just funny that like, he'd come on and start talking about but you know everybody who coded for a living was like was like this guy's fucking full of shit anybody who knows how to code is gonna look in and and, and see the git you know, like, see see the Depository and GitHub and realize that there's nothing actually there. Like, he's not doing anything. And so, like, they all knew, and they're trying to scream it from the rafters, just like with BitConnect. People who understand the system, who, who know how things work and are telling you over and over and over again, hey, this does not, like, there's nothing there. You know, he's got 900 commits. Because he changed a comma to a period, and so didn't. So like that's that counts as a commit, and so there's but there's nothing actually there, and so like that's the thing. Like you got to listen to people who who work in the space, and and even though you're excited to make a million dollars quickly, if if everyone's screaming fire, who are firefighters? You got to listen to them. You Um, got to listen to them
1: uh, unless you're just here to like try to make a bunch of money on a Ponzi scheme because. That's what that guy from Verge d- did. I think the I think the guy who I don't know if this is true, but what I heard was that the guy who the lead developer for Verge, at least the original version of it, which was the Dogecoin Dark or whatever, <laughs> Dogecoin dark, um, <laughs> was the guy who did purecoin, which you know, was actually one of the biggest altcoins back in 2015 or whatever. So like they know what they're doing. They're making these tokens to just to pump so that they can make money. And that's why so many maximalists are like, this is all scams. This is all it is. So now, Michael, my question for you is if we get another bull run here, if we go to 20,000, if we go to 30, 40, 50 or whatever, do you think we're going to see a lot of the same problems? Do you think we're going to see the exact same things? Do you think that? Yes. What do you think is going to you? You think that the same idiots are going to come out with their Tron versus Verge hats and be like, Ugh. "You think we're going to have that all over again?"
0: Well, I mean, we already have, you know, eight hundred thousand uh, XRP bots on Twitter. Right. I mean, they call it, they call it the XRP army, but it's really just an army of bots, and so they're doing it with xrp why wouldn't they do it with the verge why wouldn't they do it with any other pump and dump thing like people and that's the thing you got to realize these whales love this shit they love pump and dumps oh yeah they they... love new investors coming in who don't know anything who get excited about you know massive gains so they can take all their money it's like it's like casino magnets they see people get off the fucking plane and their mouth is just salivating of course, right? They, were like, they can't wait to take their money.
1: They were like fourteen-year-olds making YouTube videos on how to buy uh, IOTA, how to buy Verge. I mean, oh man! And because so, they made some money during a
0: bull run, hmm. they think they're you know, oh yeah, and we perfect we, investors. They're we, amazing investors. You should listen to me because I made a thousand dollars last week. Well, if you just bought Bitcoin. Put a thousand dollars in the week before, you would have made two thousand. Yeah. So and we, you only made a thousand because you made shitty trades. But you think because you're positive that like you're, you're you're you know you're in the green that you're some excellent investor. Yeah,
1: we actually it's have like, a show. We actually we actually did an, an episode that's we talk about how just because you made a lot of money doesn't mean that you're smart and that people shouldn't necessarily yeah. follow you for that reason. Um, yeah. Yeah,
0: it's amazing. And work. for proof, and for for proof of that, there's a great site that I found from Twitter or from uh, Crypto Bobby called StackingSats dot S t a c k i n g s a t s dot com. Oh, and we've we
1: got to we be really careful shilling these guys. By the way, I mean, like, this is a shilling p- what guys? Isn't Isn't that the Twitter personality guy, Stacking Sats? I mean,
0: no, no, this okay. is just a website. I'm, oh, it is. I'm, okay. I don't, just be yeah. careful. We're not so, telling
1: you go follow Stacking Sats on, on Twitter.
0: No, no. So he, just owns, he owns the he owns the domain name, stackingsats.com, and he's forwarded it to his he's forwarded his domain to four bitcoin.com and it's a Bitcoin savings calculator. And it tells you if you would put in you know twenty dollars a week every week from a specific date, it'll tell you how much you would have put in and how much value you would have had um now. And so it's interesting. It's I don't f hundred percent so so JJ was like, I don't hundred percent think this is accurate. And I agree with him a little bit because at I just no point.
1: Done the math.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm looking at it right now. So it just says if you put in twenty dollars a week every week since January first, twenty eighteen, which was the height of the bull run, it but, says you would have made money every single month except for like 5.
1: You would have made money which every makes month. Makes absolute
0: okay. fucking zero sense. So so, so because
1: I, I haven't seen this go go ahead. I mean, I haven't seen this so I don't really know exactly what Michael's talking about, but and I haven't done the math, but that doesn't seem right to me because also I don't know what I don't know the 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 price was so volatile in January and February that it depends on when you were buying. Yeah. So
0: Yeah, and also like between January and September it was having massive um, up and downs. So, like, it went went from twenty thousand to ten thousand, up to eighteen thousand, down to ten thousand, up to sixteen thousand. Yeah, so, so, it depends on you when you kind of. So, yeah, so it kind of depends on when you buy. Um, and I, I'm looking more more detail. It's actually not. It's it's a lot of negative numbers. But so it it, it essentially says if you just bought and held, bought and held, even at the height, till today you would have put in, so from the, from the height of the the 2018 um, in January when it was 20,000 to what it is now, if you'd put in $20 a week, every week, you would have put in a total of $1,440 and right now it'd be worth $1,920. So you'd be in the green. So that's kind of the saying is like, and, and, and honestly, this is what fidelity and all these market money people are saying is, is like anybody who tells you that they can beat the market is lying to you because what they're realizing is that, you know, these, these, these low, these low cost index funds like mutual and Vanguard are outperforming every single person who claims to be the best investor and the best trader in New York or wall Mm, street or wherever. And so it it does kind of correlate with, with, with wall street and with the stock market. So Mm. maybe that is the best thing. Maybe the best trading is to not trade at all. And that's how the, that's how you make the, the most money over you know at the end of the day.
1: I mean, I know which traders I need that to start doing. I know traders that that make money, and not too many in crypto in in uh, forex, which is foreign exchange trading. I know people who do that for a living. But here's the thing: so when it comes to trading for a living, here's well, why. Not, you, hold on,
0: really fast. So yeah, it's not about yeah. making money; it's about making the most money you can make, and they're realizing that low cost index funds those are making more profit than these traders. The traders are still making profit, but they're not making as much profit as just putting your money and letting it sit there.
1: Yeah. So I was going to mention something about trading, but then I kind of stopped and I realized that if you're the type of person who's going to trade your crypto, there's probably nothing I can tell you to make you stop. You're probably (laughs) going to do it no
0: matter what. But um, I mean, fuck, we do it. We did (laughs) I keep um, telling people not to trade and I still do it and I still lose money. This is like
1: if you the yeah. only way to actually do it is to do it like a professional gambler and to know that you're playing the numbers and that that you need to meticulously keep track of every move you make so that you can analyze when you do something wrong. And every time you do yeah. something wrong, it's not that bad because, you know, you've got a stop loss in place. And that is mathematically uh, you determine your your position size and your stop losses and your take profits. You determine those all before you even think about placing it. Well, all, all before you actually place the trade. So there's all this technical yeah. stuff that goes into trading successfully. And most likely, you're not going to do that. Even if you think you are, even if you tell yourself that you are, it, unless you're actually pretty determined to work for a hedge fund in the future, chances are you're not going to do that. And so there's nothing really I can tell you, other than you're probably going to lose money. I mean, you know you're going to lose money. You're probably going to lose more than you think. And and here is here is probably the best financial advice I can give, even though we're not giving financial advice, is that is that um, most likely. If you've never traded before and you're going into this bull market thinking I'm going to trade and turn my Bitcoins into many Bitcoins, you're probably going to be better off just holding. You're probably going to find in a year from now, you're going to look back and be like, oh shit, I should have just bought and held. Bought and bought a little bit and I shouldn't have even, because not only are you going to possibly lose money. You might. You might win. And if you do, then that's great. But what you're going to lose is you're going to lose a year of your life. You're going to lose so much time and you're going you're yes. to get really good at doing something that is completely useless in the world and doesn't help anybody. You're going to learn yeah. to become an expert in taking money from other people and not making the world a better place. There's so many wonderful things you could be doing with your time. You could be meeting other people. You could be learning to play an instrument or dance or actually go out and help people or, I mean, there's so okay. many. Let's, <laughs> let's,
0: let's wrap this up.
1: <laughs> okay?
0: <laughs> Guru JJ.
1: Well, I'm just, I'm serious. This is, is I'm no, not just, it's, it's I'm a not good just point. guruing. I'm saying like, man, I should, probably should have done that too.
0: Who are the, who are the, who's the TA guy that you always say you can't listen to? Cause he's just so TA, um, He's, he's just he's so heady about it all
1: there's a lot of them i mean oh heady the, uh, the guy
0: with the guy with the long hair the guy with that the, i always talk to you about oh, what's his name hold on
1: the guy with um, the long
0: hair um oh the chart guys so oh, he yeah, actually yeah. just said he did a video Man, today that i watched and he and he said the, during the last bull run he would get like two hours of sleep a night because he'd have all these alarms set. So anytime one of his alarms triggered, he would jump up and he would do this. And he goes, you know, I made, I made a lot of money, but I had the worst life possible. Yeah, I was never getting enough sleep. I was focused and consumed with making money and I was miserable. And he goes, I'm just not going to do that this time. I would rather make less trades and make less money than and have a better quality of life than the opposite. Yeah, because all the money isn't worth it if I kill myself making it. And the sa- like, what's the point?
1: At the same time, all of so, yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say at the same time, all of these, all of these people on on YouTube and on Twitter and all these people that you're following to get your information about trading and to learn how to trade and learn how to price, uh, learn about price and learn about crypto, all these people who seem like they're doing it, they also have a business of being in YouTube and being on Twitter. That's a big part of their business and yeah. that's what we that was the first thing that we talked about on the episode today. Like somebody who is trading for a living on YouTube is not trading for a living. They're trading for a living on YouTube. They're actually YouTubers. So, I mean, yeah. that that might seem obvious to many people, but it's not it's not totally obvious all the time, especially when you when you when you're when you're watching somebody on YouTube and they're they're actually right they're actually making good price calls or whatever they're doing they're still in the business of being youtubers that's what they're doing and they want you to i mean yeah they're going to keep that going as long as they can and
0: there's nothing wrong with that yeah. really you just have to realize that that's what they're doing yeah and you got to remember like people who are who are traders you got to think of it, if you if you're going to trade like jj said if you're going to trade nothing we nothing we say are going is going to stop you because you know, we're both gonna keep trading, even though we both know better. But I only trade a demo like, account,
1: by the way. I don't actually trade real, real money. Just for the record. Shut up. For the record. <laughs> I don't trade. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. For the record. Um you gotta think of it like uh blackjack. You know, there's books and books and books on blackjack and when to hold and when to hit and blah blah and, and you know, if and if you just follow the formula, you're gonna eventually make some money. Well, if that was true casinos would not be in business, right? Casinos wouldn't stay in business. If everybody had the book and everybody followed the formula and everybody won, casinos wouldn't exist. Exchanges wouldn't exist if everybody made money on their trades.
1: It's It's impossible. It's like what Carter Thomas Thomas, uh, talks about all the time. I mean, I didn't see his his show, but Carter talks about about having an edge and you need an edge in anything that you're going to do but especially if you're going to be in crypto and you're trying to make money you need an edge if your edge is I'm going to buy Bitcoin and hold it that's a pretty good edge if you're in exchange and you want to make money then your edge is my numbers game is better than your numbers game like a casino so
0: yeah um, so these are just things to think about (laughs) just you know because we're going to get a lot of new people coming into the space and they're going to get really excited they're going to see the dollar signs and
1: you know it's just if, if you made it all the way through this show, thank you so much. Um, and if, if the yeah. stuff that we said is obvious to you and you're thinking like, yeah, you guys are just repeating yourselves and everyone else, then that is a good sign that it's your responsibility to kind of turn around and help the guy next to you who might be new, who doesn't know this stuff. Exactly. Because there are going to be yeah. so many people who don't, I mean, how how many of us came into this and we didn't have a mentor? We didn't have somebody to say, oh, boy, hold on. Don't buy right now. You know, like just somebody who would have been yeah. like, yo, yeah. what? Like, Because everybody, everybody who is a no-coiner, everybody outside of crypto, like when they say, you know, don't buy something that volatile, you're like, yeah, but you don't understand crypto, man. Like this shit's <laughs> going to change the world. It's like, okay. But then everybody kind of needs somebody who's been in the space for a bit to say like, you know, okay. You know this parabolic shit. You don't buy that. You know, <laughs> yeah.
0: And no. Or if you do, you put in stop losses and you keep taking profits and you keep. So it's just like, yeah. You, but, she- but there are very very technical ways of doing it, and unless you're extremely technical and and understand how to do it, it's not a good idea. Yeah. The chances are you're going to lose your money. So yeah. So if you have, happen- and that's why most people lose their money. And you know what? If you, it,
1: I mean, I would even encourage you to go out and create your own content create your own podcast create your own youtube channel and talk about this stuff too and try to be honest about it that's what we try to do on this show i mean you know yeah you
0: know uh i mean here's the thing like i every day i'm thankful that i'm friends with jj because as much as i know which is nothing compared to, to the guys who have been in the space for ten years. Every single time I'm, I you know I've, I have a list of stuff I follow and this and that and the technicals and it hits those technicals and I go, hey JJ, what do you think about this? And he, and, and he catches something that I didn't. He says, well, you know that one line, blah blah. And I was like, oh yeah, good point. I didn't even notice that. You know, I I have these formulas and I still rely on people that I trust to double check. And it's think about like like writing a paper. You don't ever write a paper and just turn it in. You have somebody read it and check it and, and edit it for you. Writing a paper. if you really care about getting a good grade. It's like, like all of our listeners are in high school.
1: It's like those papers that you're writing. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, a good point. But at the same time, make sure that whoever you're getting that information from is somebody you actually know and trust, and isn't just some dude on Twitter yeah. that you, oh absolutely some, some dog absolutely. with
0: glasses. Um, I mean, we've been doing a podcast for a year. At this point, I kind of trust you. So, um,
1: yeah, but I, I'll, at the same time, like seriously, it is even after have even after having a few years' experience in crypto, I can be confident in my strategy when it comes to this stuff, and I'll go on Twitter for a second, which I just shouldn't do. And somebody, yeah. and I'll see somebody's trade setup, which I try to unfollow. <laughs> and somebody will say something about like number go up instead of number go down, and then that makes me yeah. go, "Oh shit, maybe my number go down is not good. Maybe it's number go up." <laughs> and like, I don't know who this dog with sunglasses is. <laughs> you know, exactly. I don't know who this fucking or crypto llama. I like, I don't, I don't know, know who, the cr- who are these crypto people. Crypto alpaca is. <laughs> So, make sure it's somebody that you that you know, and and if you are that somebody, yeah. then yes, find a newcomer and bring them into this space in a healthy way. We need
0: that. Yes, educate, educate, right. pass it forward, pay it forward.
1: All right, everyone, thanks for okay. hearing us ramble. Uh, yeah, I, I hope you enjoyed the show. Again, a plug the the um, the show the the interview that we did with Vitalik last week. It was pretty interesting, and I think even despite what. Michael says, I actually think there's a lot of stuff in that that somebody who is new and less experienced technically, there's a lot of stuff that you pro- actually would understand. So I encourage you Absolutely. to at least try to understand it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't be scared about what I said. It just, it's kind of hard trying to run a podcast and listen to something that technical at the same time. So I was kind of, I was a little overwhelmed trying to do two things at once. Yeah. We were having
1: technical Um, difficulties, so that made it a little hard. Yeah, And if anything, uh, the way Vitalik talks is a bit robotic. And I think that's partly the way he talks. And it's partly that he was giving answers to our questions that were pretty formulaic. I mean, the guy the guy's a yeah. programmer he said it a million times the the, the yeah. guy's a programmer, so if so and so asks this, then I respond this if so and so asks yeah. this, then I respond this I mean that's pretty much the way his brain works at this point
0: probably yeah it was he almost like almost like he was a politician you know he's he's got these stock answers for when somebody asks him about this because that's been tested to do well with the listeners and so yeah, I guess so. Um, I don't there, know. And, that's, I, and there's there's no fault in that. I don't know if he was like <laughs> yeah, a, a politician. No fault
1: in it. Maybe I know what you no, mean though. I, no, I'm <laughs> not saying
0: he's a politician. Like that's a standard way of handling yeah. these things when you get a lot when you do when you do a lot of interviews and he does a lot of. You interviews. could tell that a lot of his so, his
1: responses were not maybe not canned, but it, he had, they at least sounded that way. Maybe because he was parsing them in his head like they were computer code or something. I don't know. Yeah. All right, but it was great to have. Him yes, we would so, have him again. Yeah,
0: we are Keyword Crypto. We're at Keyword Crypto on Twitter. Uh, we've got a tip in page. We've got, you know, you can donate if you want to help out. Uh, just get in touch with us. But honestly, yes. we just like, honestly, just yeah, just sending saying hey on Twitter or on Facebook or wherever. You know, that's just let us know that that you're enjoying it or you're hating it. And if you had, if you hate it and you want to give us uh, some pointers about what you want to hear instead. That's fine too. Yeah, you know? I wanted to give a sig- as as a, as a as one of my favorite YouTubers says, downvote the shit out of us cuz that mm-hmm. at least lets us know that you're there.
1: Yeah, the um I wanted to suggest something to anybody who's listening and that is like if there's someone that, that in, who is in the space that you want to hear from or want to hear about, let us know because we'll actually try to go out and get that person on the show and answer your questions, yeah. which is what we did with Vitalik. So um, not everybody wants to host a podcast, but we do. So, let us know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. With that, goodbye, everybody. All right, everybody. See
0: you next week.